hi there thank you for tuning in to my third podcast uh, this week I wanted to talk about the great resignation lots of people are leaving their positions at the moment and you know people are looking at things like employer brand employer culture flexibility things like that so I just wanted to talk about the the great resignation really so whether you're recruiting now or you will be recruiting in the future the whole recruitment process is certainly much harder than you've previously experienced if you've been an employer looking for staff in the past then now is certainly harder than it was before so certainly rip up those job adverts certainly rip up those application processes and you've almost got to start again i recently carried out a poll on linkedin so please feel free to connect with me on linkedin find me there james tuckett and i spoke about the great resignation and i said well will the great resignation get any worse in 2022 with more people leaving their existing roles and i had over 650 votes for that poll on linkedin the vast majority 72 percent said yes the great resignation will get worse and more people will be leaving their roles that's 487 people believe that more people will be leaving their roles in 2022 and then a further 18 percent believe that it will be similar to 2021 so certainly people will be leaving their positions now in 2022 and some of them will be the similar to 2021 so only a minor 10 percent of the over 650 votes stated that they would it would be getting better essentially so since the pandemic employees are leaving their positions they're switching jobs on mass uh, for many of these people employers have played a massive part as to why people are walking away and in, in some cases it's been many years of service they've been doing quite a bit of service over the years and you know they, they've got that some some employers have almost got complacent with regards to the loyalty so when the pandemic hit many people were comfortable in some cases existing in their jobs uh, I've certainly heard some stories who have left their highly paid salaries to pursue dreams of running their own businesses for example or following their dream careers uh, Microsoft did a survey recently of 30,000 global workers and 41% of those workers were considering quitting or changing professions with a further 38% planning to quit in the next 6 to 12 months. So what's the reason for this? Is it a shift of priority for many in order to follow their dream or in some instances work from home? That has been a massive shift in terms of the great resignation. However, a lot of it came as a result of how their employer was treating them. If they were offered support during the pandemic, most would stay loyal. And those that weren't offered support, the great resignation certainly quickly followed that. So if if you were offering support and uh, certainly mental health training for your staff, then that was a, a huge plus point in terms of that. The, the mass departure, the great resignation, is happening at all levels of work and is especially evident in the service and retail jobs, um, also the care sector, surprisingly. Many of these exit stories have tended to focus on white-collar jobs, but the biggest trend are generally around traditionally low-wage roles and essential workers. 
often in lower pay positions. So employees have borne the brunt of employers' decisions. You know, people were made redundant, etc. Many were working on longer hours and smaller staff. People were furloughed, etc. Particularly here in the UK. Um, in positions that required interaction with the public, there was little or no safety message put in place by the company and that quickly burnt employees out. So now major retailers and those traditionally lower paid roles are they're, they're scrambling to fill open positions and finding it difficult to get new willing workers in the door. Companies have raised, raised wages while others are offering higher bonuses um, just to get people through the door. So if, you know, attraction rate. So anything from, in the UK here, 200 pounds to 1,000 pounds just to get people through the door and, and offer that kind of uh, position to other workers as well. Another recent survey I found uh, an eye-watering amount. 94% of retailers are having trouble filling empty roles 94% of retailers and the part of the problem with that is certainly financial in incentives they're a start but the major shift in priority means it's not just about the money nowadays um, a lot of these retail and service workers are, are moving for entry-level positions elsewhere in things like warehouses or offices for instance and actually in some cases the pay is less so what what is generating that change I think the generation that why they're wanting to move essentially is purely because they want that quality of life you think of chefs for example okay chefs work long long hours and ultimately they, they work long hours for not a great return they have no family life they work weekends they work late into the evening and actually people were identifying that actually they can work in a warehouse or an office for instance and actually get this, you know a little bit less pay but actually the quality of life is far far better so with so many employees sorry employers across the board looking for new hires many people have found it easy to find another job and make it make that transition to a different role for both people inside the company as well as those entering the jobs market how a company treated his, his employers over the last year will determine the course of the future. It's become certainly compulsory for, for companies to make some serious investment into their employees. Things like wages, opportunities and progression, and generally their overall mental health and well-being. And if they weren't doing so already, uh, for no other reason, it's simply just good for business to be aware of these issues. And you know, getting expert, experts in, in terms of mental health trainers. Here at the MASH Group, we have a mental health and well-being trainer that we can supply to, to employers. And that's really, really important. Mental health first aid training, etc. Moving on to the great resignation and kind of why people are moving and, and also kind of in terms of the employers themselves. Onboarding costs money. So when there's a lot of people moving, that costs the company in terms of turnover, lost productivity. On average, it takes six to nine months to onboard someone to be fully effective. And companies that lose a lot of their workforce are certainly struggling with this over the next 12 to 16 months, and it may be much longer. Companies that don't invest in their people will certainly fall behind. 
So what does this mean for business? I've been saying that the employer branding is going to be the most important thing in terms of what people want to join a business. So what ultimately is employer branding and why do we need to consider this for the based on the great resignation? Employer branding branding sorry is how you your company is perceived by various stakeholders and how you look to the general public. Is your company a reputable business within the community? Do you look after the welfare of your staff? I've mentioned about mental health training. And do you offer other incentives and benefits to your employees? Things like holidays. There's a thing here in the UK called duvet days, which is if someone wanted to take a day off, they can just certainly do that, um, albeit by giving some notice to their employer. Think about if your employees talked about your company to your to their friends, how would your business be described? Is it a good business to work for? Do you just grind out the hours? If all the above is certainly positive that I've mentioned there, then you're already ahead of the competition in terms of acquiring more staff. If not, you'll certainly need to change that. And quickly, you'll need to do that. However, employer branding and perception of the business doesn't change overnight. So you need to be aware that this is a long-term thing. If you've recruited staff pre-pandemic, rip up those job adverts, as I've mentioned at the start of this podcast, they're now obsolete. Rewrite it, shout and holler about the benefits of joining the business, be that flexible working, holidays, the company culture, for example, is certainly an interesting one. Would love to hear people's thoughts on the great resignation. And, you know, ultimately, the great resignation will only continue into 2022. And things like advertising your job vacancies on various different job boards will be a must. But you must be shouting about the employer brand, the culture of the business. What will make someone work for you over your competitors? What can you do above your competitors? So think about that job advert. In terms of what I can offer, I can offer advertising packages across multiple job boards. I can also also offer that headhunting situation whereby I can source staff for you, but that company culture has still got to be right. It's a really interesting topic at the moment, and there's been lots of things about the company culture. And I talked about progression there, but things like, you know, nowadays courses are available, technology's changed, and the younger generation of fresh new knowledge, um, and, and the older generations have certainly got to evolve. In terms of flexible working or hybrid, if you can offer that, then do so. Employees expect employers to analyze whether a role can be done remotely. And if so, then they need to be offering that. If you're an employer, you need to be doing a cost analysis of people working from home. Things like a printer, a laptop, a mobile phone, for example, that will all be a cost. So actually some employers are thinking, oh, it's gonna be cheaper for me working, getting employees to work from home. Actually you need to be thinking about the hardware side of things. Location is important. You need to base that on their pay. And people certainly nowadays no longer feel lucky to have a job. They need to be inclusive. They need to be part of the company brand they need to get it right the company needs to get it right if you do get it right then I've mentioned there about word of mouth 
and that ultimately leads to candidate attraction in the future. And if they feel valued, things like you will get buy-in and they will share things like posts on social media about their their employer if an employer is posting on social media about jobs in the area then they will share that on theirs and that will ultimately get more candidates through the door in terms of progression i've mentioned that you need to be offering that progression um, you know if there's two managers on a factory floor for example then and 100 staff then ultimately the progression is not going to be there so look at the company structure can you increase that company structure um, so it can offer that progression to other employees within the business. In terms of people leaving, you do need to be conscious of that. And the great resignation, candidates will leave, but you must try your best and your hardest in order to keep them working within your company. Customers want to deal with the same individual time after time people buy from people don't they and if that individual that employer employee changes then your customers they have to build rapport um, again and they're at risk of going to other competitors if your employer then leave or if your employee then leaves so you just need to be conscious that you need to be speaking to your candidates, your applicants, your employees regularly in order to keep them. As I say, if they leave, your customers have a bit, have to build a rapport with a new, customer, a new employee time after time. I'll give you a little story. I was dealing with a CRM system, a, a data system, um, about five years ago and we joined a new company to work with the CRM in the database. I had, in five years, six different account managers. And ultimately, that left me taking my business elsewhere. And because I was just having to have and repeat my conversations time after time after time. And ultimately, you know, my business went elsewhere. Think about that with your employees. If they do leave, your customers are having to build rapport with a new member of staff time after time. And if they don't get on with them, they'll just go. And that's just the way it's gonna be. If you are looking for any staff or you want to advertise for staff, then I can certainly help you. Feel free to find me on LinkedIn, James Tuckett. James, T-U-C-K-E-T-T. So find me on LinkedIn. I also put some tips. I have newsletters on there with regards to the Great Resignation, for example. And I can help you with sourcing staff and advertising that position. I'll rewrite that job advert for you. Message me on LinkedIn. I can have a look at your job advert for free and give you some tips as to how you can change that up. I'd be delighted to help out in that sense. I hope this podcast was of interest. It was about the great resignation and I wish you 